and welcome to episode 8 of the Complete Geeks podcast. Uh, joining me are Bob and Organic. Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? It's going. Not bad. Uh, just watched my team lose, so it's not best of fucking mindsets. Uh, oh, I was saying before we started. Soggy toast. Right. Domestic violence goes up to like nine times, so I may just go punch my wife and make myself feel better. Watch it twice. Make sure it's set up. Got to learn today. <laughs> uh, it's been a bit better gaming wise. Though. What have you been up to last week? Uh, the organic. You want to go first? Nah, go for it, Bob. Oh shit. Um, I've been playing. Uh, I played the Dragon Quest Eleven demo for the Switch. That's way better than I thought it was going to be. It's like a ten-hour demo. Um, it runs really well. It has a lot more, has a lot of different features than I thought the the PlayStation Four version has. And so, next thing you know, I'm just sitting there playing that for like two or three hours. And I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "I actually got to set up on the game that I need to play that came out on Friday, was, which is Astral Chain." And I've been playing the shit out of that. I got to the first boss today, this morning, and it's a absolutely fantastic game. What's so, game? so it's a Good, good platinum. Yeah, good platinum. <laughs> um, what were you saying, Toast? Just what sort of game is it? Like I've seen it, news stuff about it getting reviewed well, but I didn't actually see what the game is. It's a it's an action adventure game, like the to, like almost like a near automata and and bayonetta and everything. Um, those type of games where you're set up in a level and you can run around and this time around because you're playing as like a, a section of the police called Neuron that's investigating these like these enemies called chimeras and you use like trap chimeras that are called legion and that's where the whole entire thing for the astral chain comes from because they're literally tethered to you by a chain and so you can actually use them to check out crime scenes and investigate and like capture bad guys and stuff and then they're also integral to combat which combat is like super over the top you know bayonetta near automata style like typical platinum stuff it's it's pretty wild. And you're controlling two characters at a time? Yeah, so you control the main character, like whoever. It's just a custom character that you build. Um, and then you control that character. And then you control the Legion on the Astral Chain. So pretty much the one character is designed to the right stick. You know, typical movement. And whenever you attack something, the Legion will automatically attack it. But if you want to move the Legion around independently, you can hold Z left, and you can actually move it around with the right stick. So you can actually move it into certain sections that you need to. If you need to get across a platform, you can actually move the Legion over to the said platform and then hit Z right and Z left, and it will, and it will pull you towards itself. And you can catch bad guys. Like, you can actually stun enemies by moving the, enemy, moving the Legion around the enemy in a circle, and it will grab it in its chain, which will stun it. And then you can attack it for, like, heavier damage and things like that. So it's not just, it's there. It's like, oh, this is a cool little perk, but you actually use it during gameplay. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's it's crazy because like you think of the Switch and you're like, oh, it's this little baby tablet. And I know I've been sitting there like having a hard on for it recently, but I mean, just the way this game runs, like I've been running it on dock. I haven't run it on portable yet, but it runs super solid. Like you can tell they definitely put a lot of time and effort into it to make it sure that it runs correctly because there's all kinds of like particle effects there's all kinds of shit going on you know multiple enemies on screen at once there was one boss section that i got to there it was like 
you're fighting four main monsters at once and they're all going in different directions trying to do different attacks and and it's one of those things where like platinum games it's frantic but you know what's going on so you're sitting there dodging all the shit everywhere and it, it doesn't even hitch it just keeps running super solid nice yeah say bob's on a different level with the switch because he's the first person i've ever said that called out all the triggers and bumpers correctly yeah, <laughs> I know I had to because I was sitting there. It fucked me up when I was first playing this game. I was like, "Oh shit, this thing's got two bumpers." I was like, "Oh my god," because the left bumper—that's the cool part. Like, if the legion gets away from you, you can hit the left bumper and you can actually pull it towards you, and so that way you can like almost like refocus to get it where you need it to go. So even though you're dealing attacks and everything, you can dodge and everything yourself independently from the legion. So the legion is its like own AI and. The Legion's smart enough to say, oh, well, you're attacking this one. I'm coming towards you. But if you need to get to you, like, really quickly, you can just pull it towards you. And another cool part about the Legion is the Legion is on, like, a meter. Like, it has its own energy meter. So you can't just sit there and spam the Legion. You have to bring it out, like, during certain times. And it's not, like, a 10-second thing. It's there for quite a number of minutes. But you have to keep an eye on its energy bar, too. Because once its energy bar deteriorates, it goes away. And then you have to wait for it to completely fill back up before you can bring it out again. So it's almost like a error strategy on terms of when to bring it out, when to pull it back in, and when to avoid big attacks and stuff like that. It's it's really fucking cool. I really like it. Not nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, between those two, that's pretty much all I've been playing. How about you guys? Uh, it's not all you've been playing, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what? what uh, I mean, it not happen. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Whoops. Forgot about that. Sometimes I get those things out of my brain. Um. <laughs> so, toast. Toast got me, and the rest of us to play Dead by Daylight. And yep. he was really nice at first. He was really nice. Showed me the controls and showed me how the game played and like a like a Scottish tutorial. And then he went on a rampage. And all I kept on hearing was cackling and laughter, maniacal laughter from from typical toast. But regardless, it was I actually had a hell of a lot of fun with it. You could tell when we all got serious because we were on the same group chat and we all got really quiet. That way we wouldn't spoil our exact location of where we were at. Except for Ryan, who tried to throw us all under the fucking bus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, look, look, he's to your left, Bob. Go get him. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, yeah, see, the, the amazing the advantage you have when he dies first. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the funniest part was like the fucking Benny Hill type shit. Like, so, like when when uh, Shebrew was going over hanging somebody on the hook, and then somebody would run by and pick him up off the hook and immediately. <laughs> immediately, and he's like, "What the fuck? Where the fuck did everybody go?" <laughs> yeah, because I, I broke. I wiggled fucking three like three times in a row before he even got me on it. Yeah, yeah. So what what Toast is talking about? There's a wiggle mechanic. So when the person when the killer grabs you, you can actually like use your right stick to go over or left stick to wiggle yourself away from the break away from the actual killer. And Toast did that three times, and so all you would hear is this quiet, and then you would hear this clack of the of the analog <laughs> stick, and then just hear this laughter like ha 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 ha. Uh, Bob, was that your first time playing it? Yep. Uh, how about you? Um, I played it one other time. Yeah. What do you think of it compared to Friday the 13th? Uh, they both have their pluses and minuses. I like how Dead by Daylight runs better than Friday the 13th. The one thing I will say that I like more about Friday the 13th by a significant margin is the 
like the near field hearing. So if we're not in a group chat. You yep. can't hear the killer. You can't hear Jason until he's really near you. So, and it's like, it's audible based on his location. So if he's like further away from you, it's low. But if he's like right on your ass, you can just hear it. So the person could be just saying anything. And the next thing you know, you're standing there. And then you just hear like an audible, like in Toast case, just laughter and giggling <laughs> or some kind of weird Asian voice. And <laughs> or or like, I think the one time, the last time we played it, all I heard was uh, I'm sitting there like hiding under the bed or something. All I hear is, come here, motherfucker. And, <laughs> and then it was gone. And I was like, what is going on? It gives you a sense of like, that's the way it would actually be if you were running away from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that Dead by Daylight gives you a lot more encounters. I don't think mm-hmm. you ever feel like you get away from the killer. And right. if you're like toast, you're fucking pop out of the ground right in front of you right. scare the oh, fuck out of me there was a couple times where i definitely screamed <laughs> the one scream so we were playing and the one scream where all i heard was <laughs> and i immediately thought it was ryan and then all you hear to us was like no that was me <laughs> and so i was just like what the fuck so that's all we kept on saying is <laughs> but i don't know it's they both have their pluses and minuses, but I I feel as if that if Friday the thirteenth could like latch down how well Dead by Daylight runs, I think I think Friday the thirteenth could edge it out in terms of the game itself. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Just that Friday's a better game from a fun factor, but Dead by Daylight's a better game from probably mechanics and that, like being glitch free and stuff. Right. Yeah, because Dead by Daylight runs... I was surprised how well it runs in terms of having everybody together. Like, it didn't miss a beat. It miss. It didn't have any kind of hitches to it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely cool. And then we switched over into Grand Theft Auto, which I have never played the story in Grand Theft Auto. I just <laughs> played strictly online. And the only time I play online is with, <laughs> with these fucks. And... Every time it's some kind of mayhem or something stupid, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's just the stuff you can do in the editor. Like, I've never made any stuff, but it's just like the people that do make things. Like, all the game modes we played were basically custom, apart from the werewolf one. That's a Rockstar made one. Uh, that's that's crazy to me because the one that we play, the one that we play the most most of the time is the one with the ramps. So you're going down this big ramp, and once you hit the edge of the ramp, you can hit A, and you're in a car. Oh, shit. Uh, that's a, that is a rock star one. Okay. Yeah. But either way, like both of those are really, really well made. And so what about the one with the car, the little tiny smart car? Uh, yeah, that's Rockstar. Man, who played yeah, old Rockstar? That's Rockstar based off of a custom one. Like They made their own after people okay. made that sort of thing. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, well... So many, th- like you can play any type of game in it basically. Yeah, which is the good thing, like if you want to play some sort of shooter stuff, you can or race stuff or just stupid fun or like fucking that car thing is basically shuffleboard. If you want to play that, yeah. <laughs> so, so what Toast is explaining is is that each side you have, you know, for us it was three on three. So you go down this big huge ramp in a car, and once you hit it, you, you know, you were flying through the air, and then usually right when you're at the peak. You can hit A and it ejects a parachute, and in the middle of the water, there's a big, you know, a board in a straight line. 
and each side has you know one to five on each side and you have to land your car there whatever one you landed on you know you get that point value but if the other opposing team can have the ability to knock you off or in toast case when he goes and fucking sightsees for 25 <laughs> minutes because he just knows how to operate a parachute better than the rest of us and just floats through the air and is just floating for like 30 minutes and, <laughs> and then tries to knock you off from your side but it's it's hilarious just because you can't see what anybody's doing in the air up until a certain point because you're restricted by the camera. So you're just sitting there chilling. You're like, cool, I get this point value. And then you just see somebody coming straight down hot. And it's just, bam, just hits every fucking car and knocks everybody into the water. Yeah, when they do some of the, that map is good. But there's other ones where, like, you're going down a big hole, uh, a big hill even. And mm -hmm. it's uh, both start at the same side. So you're both jostling as you make your way down. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get fucking enraged. Yeah. There was a there's a couple in there because I I never looked at like because the menus and everything will tell you how to play it, but I never read those, and so when I get into it, it's like I immediately die because I'm just like yeah that's right because I'm a fucking idiot. This is cool. Like the what was the one where we were trying to knock the person off of the straight line with a car, and I immediately ran and just jumped and committed suicide. Oh, yeah, I can't. I don't know what that's called. It's yeah. like. It was a it was fucking car versus stunt, stunter versus sniper sort of thing. But yeah. instead of shooting the drivers, you had to make it from one end of the platform to the other. Right. Without getting knocked off. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's setup cracked me up because Ryan said that his Xbox controller was broken. So he was using, what was it, an iPod? Like an old yep. school iPod. And he had it hooked up through his iPod running the Xbox app. So that way he could talk on it. The ironic part about it was... It was the clearest we ever heard his voice ever with <laughs> with his Jerry Rig setup. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's usually just mumbling, can't make out sort of thing. But I think that's because he's been nursing the broken cable for a long time, and then it's finally given out where it won't work at all. <laughs> when you said nursing, I thought you were going to take a completely <laughs> different direction. <laughs> like... uh, but no, it was... It was an absolute blast. It, I totally forgot about it. It's because it's so late at night. <laughs> and, but it's anytime we play with the community, it's always it's always a lot of fun. I don't do it as much as some because you guys, well, especially you two, because you play a lot of Destiny with the group. But yeah. anytime, there's never been a bad point of playing with all you guys, and it's never like, man, fuck this. It's more like, fuck, I got to leave. I got to go to bed before <laughs> anything. Because, I mean, we play from, what, like 9 p.m. till almost two o'clock in the morning uh mm -hmm. eastern eastern time so fucking till early in the early in the morning you just made breakfast after you left toast uh, yeah i think it was about that wasn't it fucking, yeah yeah there's no point in me going to sleep the days uh. yeah <laughs> you're like fucking you just like you immediately just transitioned to making eggs and coffee uh, but, right. So How is about, that all you've actually played then? Yeah, that's all I've actually played. Then. <laughs> How about you guys? I I went ahead and uh, jumped into Control oh, this shit. week. Um, didn't have a lot of time to sink into it during the week, and then I woke up at three in the morning and ended up playing about two and a half hours of it this morning. Nice. That's that's another game that I've heard nothing. I've heard things, but I, in terms of the game itself, I've heard nothing but good things. It's, it's one of those games that I don't think I will when I get to the end of it I don't think I'll have any insight to what actually happened 
Uh, what mission did you make up to? Because stuff does. Uh, I just I just got back to the kind of central hub by the boardroom, where it unlocks the skill building. Uh, so I got the I got the force throw, and then I beat the first boss character. All right, uh, it does explain a little bit more. Uh, and just a tip, see if ever a side mission pops up that's in the same category. Like when you go into, I can't remember what they're called, but when you go into the pause mission and uh, mission screen, uh, any of these side missions will unlock another power that's not the main story. Okay. Uh, gotcha. So you both, so you both are, is that what both of you guys have been playing this week? Uh, well, I played some other get my stuff out of the way then we can talk about control oh, a bit let's, more. Uh, let's okay. stick with control for a little bit because since you both i haven't played it yet because i i decided to go with astral chain instead of control um if you guys both want to talk about like what the game is and what it's about and everything that'd be cool well you go to the fit what is it fucking it's an fbi but federal supernatural control. yeah <laughs> uh they found I don't know, I can't remember what year it was, but they found these objects of power, they call them, which fucking manipulate the environment around them or give superpowers. Like, you know, Organics spoke about the the throwing one, like mm. the force push or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. Uh, and then you get other ones, but I'm not going to spoil too much because right. Organics not got them. But uh, basically, something happened where you go to this control building not as a friend of theirs uh, I think you find out pretty early on that the brother, your brother got taken by these people years and years ago and you've been looking for them ever since hmm. the game doesn't explain that until a couple of missions in though, it just throws you right in it uh, and that's the basic sort of setup. but then when you get there you actually have to help like clear the building of the enemy which is called the Hiss okay. uh, which is a force that's taken over the building so by helping them get the place back under you'll get more answers about your brother basically hmm. uh, that's about as broad as i can make it about right with that's one i think much <laughs> appreciated because i like to play it eventually now uh organic what kind of what kind of gameplay is it because you said you were playing it early on like, it's fucking awful gameplay I don't yeah, like these type of games. Right. I only like board games, something that gives me time in between. I, I woke up this morning, I'm like, all right, I have a couple hours I can sink into it. And then I start up the game, and I walk through kind of the building, and one hallway turns red, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to go look <laughs> for, like, collectibles and shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want any part of it. Well, that's the thing. It's definitely on the edge of horror, but it never gets actually scary. Fuck. Like it's more psychological thriller, Fuck. Like, and it, drama, as if you were watching a TV show. Yeah, there's just a lot of weird shit that's going on within the world around you. Not it doesn't inter interact with you, but you're right. just like, why? Why is it there, and what is it gonna do? Like little, like little nuances and everything like that. Yeah, like everybody yeah. in the building is possessed by this hiss, and even the ones that don't attack you are like held in the air, floating, chanting, sort of thing. Yeah, constantly around. talking. You don't know what's going on. What the fuck? That sounds awesome. <laughs> um, the toast. Do you have any idea on when this takes place? Because uh, I did, but I can't think right now. It's not future. It's either just a few years in the past i think uh, 
But the game, the game really doesn't hold your hand, doesn't tell you where you need to, besides saying, okay, you should go visit this area. There's no HUD screen or telling you what direction to go. It's very open-ended. Huh, so, it's, yeah. it's, so it's almost like a, not necessarily open world, but like open-ended in terms of just, like you said, you see a yeah. red hallway, you're like, fuck that, I'm not going down that's there just yet. Like, yeah. Metroidvania type because yeah, that's you can't get call. into buildings till you've cleared shit and went back when you've power uh, so you can't go down that corridor until yeah you, different security even though you levels see it at the start and stuff fuck yeah. i mean astro chain is really fucking good don't get me wrong but if shit it, that sounds like a game that's like right up my alley yeah <laughs> I, I was surprised when you said you weren't picking it up but it's obviously your call uh, yeah it's I wonder. I wanted something different, like a you know, just an overtop action game, especially because it was done by Platinum Games. And then also to switch it up a little bit, because I know you guys seem like you were really excited to play it. So I was like, all right, well, give us something different to do. And yeah. so I picked Astral Chain. But it sounds like I'm. I was like, oh, cool. I'll pick up Astral Chain and then I'll wait for Control and I'll get it on a sale. But the way you guys keep talking about it, I'm like, fuck. Now I just want to buy it and just play yeah. it after Astral Chain. As long as you've got an X. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's that. that uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because that's the one thing I did hear about. So I heard performance issues. So you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, and the exit drops to maybe like 25 frames at the worst of times. It's a 30 frame game, mm -hmm. uh, so that isn't that big a deal. It's more but, like when you pop something up on the menu or something. So it's not uh, hardware related. It seems it's more something to do with the coding. Uh, that gotcha. causes the shit because the worst end of it is the PlayStation base PlayStation, mm -hmm. which is more powerful than the base Xbox. But right. so that's why I think it's something to do with the code that drops to like fucking nine, ten frames at certain points. Holy shit! That's like you're and, looking at still images. The way this combat works, and I mean, it has to be pretty fluid, or else I don't think you can get through some of the parts. No, because. Really you'll get shit thrown at you and you're throwing stuff at them and it's going through like five desks on the way and blown like putting everything up in your face all this debris and shit like that yeah the particle effects are pretty crazy yeah. and then is it like close quarters almost like close quarters combat because i assume that because you're working in like an office building yeah sometimes they're right up on you and stuff and yeah uh, if you're facing like multiple enemies that if this sort of psychic power, or some of the enemies have psychic power, so they can throw stuff back. If mm. you're facing multiple ones of them and your frames drop, you're fucked Damn, because you I'm... can't dodge the thing that gets thrown at you. Right. Most, you know, if you've taken any damage, uh, one of the objects is a one-hit kill after that. Jesus. And what sucks is too is you know because it's got to be especially jarring if it's locked to one frame, you know, one frame rate, and then it's a little bit different between thirty frames and like twenty-five frames. But if you're talking, you know anywhere between like if you're running at 25 frames and it drops down to like 10 or single digits that's there that makes the game almost damn near unplayable well yeah. the on the x it's it's still very noticeable yeah oh, that it, it, almost when i've had it where i start to see it hitch up that i back off from the combat until it gets kind of stable oh it's that's not good yeah uh, it's fucking it looked great on pc i was tempted to buy it on pc now because it's <laughs> oh, like fuck oh, you toast. Oh, here, here it comes <laughs> no that, fucking everybody said it. it's like this sort of benchmark game for ray tracing right now where you can really yeah, see it because all the that. effects and stuff it nice. fucking like if you watch just that uh, all this stuff i'm saying came from the what are they called the ign offshoot that do all the tech 
tests yeah. and stuff. Digital uh, Foundry? Yeah. Yeah. Digital Foundry, it's their video. So if you watch their one on the ray trace and you just see how good it is, even fucking, it's nuts. It, it's crazy because, you know, when you talk about ray tracing, one of the first ones that Digital Foundry did, they were showing the original Quake. <laughs> like a, <laughs> like a, They were showing like Quake and Quake 2 because Quake 2. I you know now we're showing our age in terms of games um is is like a lot of like neon colors you know shining into different sections and stuff and they were showing what ray tracing does like if the light source isn't just like a reflective thing it's actually like a process thing and it was a night and day difference because at first I'm like like you mentioned earlier about like graphics like eventually you get used to them so they were showing them like almost like side by side and then they started really looking into it and I was like holy shit I was like that actually does a lot of a lot of it changes the dynamics of the lighting so much yeah, and like one of the things you notice the most is there's red carpet in mm -hmm. a lot of areas and if the light's shining on the red carpet it sh the ceiling gets a sort of red tinge to it from just like, the, the way it like would reflect sort of oh, thing that's fucking and crazy. if you walk uh, you'll cast a shadow and take that red tinge away from hmm. where you're casting your shadow and all that that's so fucking cool yeah, uh, and the hiss enemies when they die, they sort of like explode into the ether and hmm. sort of like fade away. Oh yeah, like somebody's just clicked, like Infinity War style. That's, that's cool. Uh, now with the PC version, have you guys heard anything about like any kind of major hitches? Because you were saying that it's gameplay, it's more like the game itself is causing the hitches, not the actual like limitations of hardware. So have you nah, heard anything? PC, you can just brute force it by overpowering it with okay. good hardware. So, gotcha. like, stuff I watched from Rooster Teeth uh, doing, like, they do a thing called Game Time where they'll just talk shit while they play a game. So, they talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the game and just what they've been up to as they play uh, and show the gameplay, and that was running pretty flawlessly. Nice. I didn't notice anything like slowing down or that. Yeah. Now, quick question for you, Toast, real quick. Um, there was talk of PlayStation. Um, getting Remedy as a first-party studio. Do you think after this game that they should, or do you think they already have it covered with their existing studios? I think uh, after this game, if they can sort the tech issues or like release a patch to make it a bit better PR-wise, then PlayStation might chase them harder if they were chasing them, but I don't think they would need that sort of thing. Uh, I don't know, like Last of Us coming up... Uh, it's just going to blow everything out of the water if it lives up to the gameplay demo. Uh. Yeah, I think I don't think they're doing anything significantly gameplay-wise, but I'd say writing. I don't see a lot of other studios that are getting this weird with things. Obviously, yeah. you got Death Stranding coming out, but it almost has that feeling of kind of Metal Gear-ish. Yeah, nothing quite adds up. It's part of being... Uh, what do you call it? Like part of being independent when you make the game gives you that freedom, as opposed to being under a studio, you might not be able to be that creative. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I don't know. Look it up. If anybody gets them, it'd be a win for them. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, look should at, work fine. Look at EA with their, you know, when they have their own different teams, and instead of letting those teams do their own thing, it's you know they sniff any kind of mild commercial failure, they end up scrapping the whole team. That's why we yeah. haven't gotten another Dead Space. Yep. Yeah. And fucking, I doubt we'll get an Anthem 2 at this point, unless right. some changes, we're not going to get a Mass Effect for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know, but 
that's fucking Mass Effect and Anthem were the same studio, so maybe just mm. fuck them off and start fresh. Right. See what somebody comes up with for the next Mass Effect. If it's cool. It's cool to see other companies going over and stepping up, like Kojima Productions with Death Stranding and and Remedy with Control, like actually stepping up and doing these, doing the games almost like those niche games that have disappeared because bigger companies have taken out their studios. So, like, yeah, even though we lost the Ed Space, it's like, okay, you know, another company that might be inspired of it will develop something like Control. And yeah. and so that's... I mean, I'm almost thinking that fucking Kojima's going to... It'll be negative for fucking independent. Like, it might make Sony fucking reel it in even more for other studios because the more I see of it, the more I'm getting put off. <laughs> it looks... <laughs> It's crazy, but it just seems like he's got like you're, there's talk of all these fucking different people like Jeff Keighley's in the game, yeah, uh, and all that. It's just fucking Kojima and friends. Like let's put them in a game, even if it doesn't <laughs> make sense. I think it might turn into a bit of that, and then all the cool stuff that you've seen at the start about the fucking monsters attacking and fucking all the fucking cool effects. It might just turn into a game of hide a, hide away from the ghosts. Like there might not actually be much substance there. Aside from fucking stupid-looking cutscenes and a piss control meter. Well, well, uh, well, I mean, this is the same guy who made a game about a guy who, part of the game, he was running around holding his nuts and he was doing cartwheels with your The best part of the game. Right. <laughs> I am talking about, in fact, Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's... But it's just that had its... Even towards the end of Metal Gear Solid, like, Metal Gear Solid 5 didn't feel like a Metal Gear game, and it's probably the best gameplay-wise. I it didn't have this crazy sort of shit to it. I have to agree with that, yeah. Cause, and it's crazy because even Metal Gear fans, that's like a toss-up. Like, either people love that game or people hate it. And honestly, the ending of that game was like, a lot of people hated the end of the game. I'm not going to spoil it because people should just fucking play it. But the ending of that game, I was like, yep. I was like, Kojima did this one. That makes a lot of Kojima sense. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully... Hopefully, because another thing is, too, is, like, Kojima's really good at putting out, like, red herrings, both good and bad, into, like, trailers and things like that. So, hopefully it comes out and the gameplay does expand every more, even more. But I think sometimes he likes, sometimes he's, like, his own saboteur in terms of people getting put off by it. Because instead of showing, like, gameplay in action, he'd rather hide that. And it's like, look, here's a P mechanic. Yeah, because even the gameplay they showed before that, where he's running about and puts the ladder out, nothing looked as if it would be good gameplay i'd agree with that you know in in terms of it looks really pretty and the whole concept is really nice but the gameplay that he was showing wasn't like oh my god this is kojima 101 because when i think of kojima like i always go back to the metal gear solid 2 trailer before they revealed that raiden was the person that you play as so like when you're playing yeah yeah when they were when you were playing a solid snake and they were yeah when they were showing him on like the tanker and stuff like that it was just fucking wild and it was like almost like Kojima like went to took a break or something, and somebody's like, "All right, we gotta edit a really good fucking trailer together, so this way this weirdo doesn't get a hold of it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope I'm wrong and it's good, but it's just the more I see and hear about it, I'm actually getting put off instead of getting hyped. Right. Yeah, I remember uh, that Sons of Liberty demo came out with Zona Enders, and I bought Zona Vendors just so I could have that. Stop. Made a whole custom like case cover for it for the demo disc just because that tanker level was so great i I, it's funny because like that was the reason why the game sold so well 
Like yeah. Zone of the Enders is a decent game, but you know damn well that that game didn't sell well because everybody wanted a Hideo Kojima robot game. <laughs> but yeah, so. yeah, I, 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 Death Stranding though. I don't know how this is going to be an expansive experience because the game hasn't been devel- development long. It's a new engine, but it could surprise. Been in his fucking wacky brain for like fucking twenty years probably. And- Konami said no, I bet you. That's, fucking, that's how crazy it seems. Uh, that's, that's the that's the part where you're this is almost like a test of his metal in terms of did Konami really fuck him over or was Konami like holding on to the reins in terms of like no Kojima, you can't do that. Like no Kojima, we can't have a baby inside of a lamp. Constantly like, reviewing his work. Yeah. And so they're just like you know, and then added Metal Gear Solid five how you know, it just He's more and more fucked up. They're like, that's it. You're done. You're fucking fired. We're not doing this. Like, we can't do this anymore. We're fucking done with you. And then he releases Death Stranding. <laughs> and Sony's like, yeah, it's okay. Like, Sony's pretty much, like, just starting out as, like, Konami. And then they realize after Death Stranding comes out, he's like, I want to do a second one. And they're just like, nah, fuck that. You got to hold on a little bit. Take a breather here, son. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Uh, either, either way, it's a awesome start to fall. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is that uh, is that everything you guys have played? I've not even fucking said what I've played. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry, Toast. Go on. Uh, Destiny. <laughs> the, <laughs> see the four things we've been chasing. I got every one of them this week. Yeah. Sure. What's up? So, what was that? Like some exotic emote just to piss people off called the toast uh or imperial toast or something <laughs> uh an exotic two exotic guns and an exotic sparrow and when the by the last like the fourth drop my brother just left parry and raged out because he's been fucking doing it for longer than me to try and get the stuff and i got it all one week one after the other sort of thing uh, it was great that, that's hilarious like, did, did he actually rage or he's like fuck this I, uh, it was just a bit of fucking fun. He came back at the party like 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but He's like screaming into a pillow. <laughs> yeah, because even like Shebra's been chasing some of the stuff on PC for months, like the mm. emote. So I had to send him a picture saying I got it. <laughs> and then I sent him. That, that was the first night I got two of the things I was like, and then I'll just I'll log on tomorrow, I'll get the sparrow, and that happened. And I was like, and then I'll log on tomorrow and I'll get the weapon, and that happened. Uh, Jesus. So, um, so so, what did you have to do to get those things? It's all different across four different, across three different raids. Uh, mm. Done the end of one raid, the start of another, and then the full one of the third one. Uh, basically, to get the stuff. Uh, so we've just been doing. We've been doing it with Duke and Anglo, and Duke works nights, so it's been he's been getting up and on for an hour before he goes to work. So we've just been doing like forty-five minutes. Yeah, okay. Uh, each day, sort of thing, because uh, it's UK friendly, and there's been four from the UK. Anglo can make it, sort of thing, and then Duke. That's the only time that suits him when he's working. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, because that was uh that was that was my next question. I was like, how long does this take? But you answered that question because it's always hopping on forty five minutes before he has to leave or whatever. Yeah, it's like f- if it goes well, it'd be. 
two, maybe in a third session, mm. uh, 45 minutes to get all the stuff done. Uh, gotcha. Now, now, what's the drop rate on it? Do you, do you have any kind of indication on what the drop rate is for it? They say 10%, but between us, like that's six people going in, doing mm. it for going on six weeks now. So Jeez. we should all have it by now because oh. we do it with three oh. characters. It's not done it with one character. So we've had each drop three times each week. Hmm. Uh, so it's way less than 10% based off of that, but they do say it's 10%, so fuck knows. <laughs> poor, uh, poor brother. <laughs> like, oh, man, that fucking sucks. It was, was there anything else outside? Like, has he gotten any of it, or, like, after that? Uh, or was he's it... got two of the things. Okay. Uh, but he had two of them early on, like, just as I started doing it, mm-hmm. and he's not had anything since. Like over the five or six weeks, I mean, yeah. like you still get armor that might be a slight upgrade because it's better perks or something. But these exotics are the things we're really chasing. Mm. Now, have you? You were saying UK friendly, and I know those guys from the Discord and everything. Have you played with Milk at all, or from Discord? I've uh, played a couple of games with him, but he, fuck, I don't know, he's disappeared again. Yeah, and he was in it uh, pretty heavily with guys from his work. But when he started off, he was too low, so he wasn't raiding or anything like that. Because gotcha. he was starting from scratch. Uh, and then his, I think the group that he plays with don't actually raid. They just do, like, fuck, I don't know what they do. Because <laughs> the game drives yeah, me nuts if I'm not raiding. Like, right. uh, but, nah, he's, I've played a couple of things with him, like some PvP when I needed that for a quest and stuff. Uh, could get him into raid, but usually when milk shows up, <laughs> fucking he's drunk and that doesn't work for raid. Uh, like no. I'd get drunk during raids after I know the mechanics and all that shit, and I've got them down. <laughs> I don't show up to learn it drunk. <laughs> uh, I think okay. that'd be the difference. Because yeah, he's just like, okay, I got it, and it's like, milk, you gotta turn around. He's like, oh, okay. Now I mean, fuck it. What our guys, Kilto. We've mm-hmm. all spoke to him before. Yep. He's a bit of a character. He's yeah. fell fall asleep in like four raids or something. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, fucking too I, much gin. No, I, I like I like Kilto, he cracks me up. I still remember playing with Milk one time he he messaged me, he was like, You wanna do some golf club? I was like, Yeah, sure. So it's probably around eleven o'clock or so at night and get on with him and he's like, Man, smoked a lot of pot. I was like, Alright. <laughs> And so we get into the match, and my character is wearing tiger print shorts, tiger print shirt, and his character is all in white. And his character, after about three shots, is up on the screen all in white. And he goes, oh, I thought that was you. And it's just, he disappears for like 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good old milk. Yeah. Now, have you, now with Destiny, are you... Because I know you guys stopped for a while and then picked it back up. Are you kind of, are you experiencing any kind of like burnout with it, where you're just like sort of getting tired of it, or do you have it spaced out in between enough games where you're like, all right, cool. Like by the time I get fed up with it, like I can go play control or something, and then come back to it. Uh, well, all I'm doing now is the raid sort of side of things. So it's okay. just that the two or three forty-five minute sessions a week, which okay. isn't an issue for me. Uh, been playing control and then. Uh, what fucking else? There was something else I was playing. I can't even remember now. <laughs> uh, not going back to. I'm not including Worms, who's yeah. going back into domestic violence simulator. 
Uh, nah, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's good at least, yeah, because I know, I know sometimes like hearing, because I know fucking WoW Classics out and just hearing some of these people clocking how much hours they're doing and they're doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like, that sounds fucking really boring to me. <laughs> so I couldn't yeah. imagine. Yeah. At least you, like you have it settled down to a certain number of things. You're like, all right, cool. I'm done for the week. All right. Going back to this now. Yeah. Like I want to be finished control before the next round of shit comes out. What is it? Gears on the sixth. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't know if I'll manage that. Maybe. <laughs> You're toast. You're you'll be fine. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. No, see, look, so, look, that's yeah. a that's a good twenty four hours worth of gameplay that you're gonna <laughs> fucking clock in because you don't sleep. You're like a fucking fish. Oh, off yeah. tomorrow. I, I sense another game night coming up. Oh shit. I'd be down for that. <laughs> uh, right. So that wrap up gaming. If you get any more fucking collection shit. Um. Nothing, nothing super heavy this week. I picked up a couple Switch games outside of Astral Chain. I got Collection of Mana and uh, what was the other one? Um, I got Sega's Classic Collection, like the Genesis Ultimate Collection that has like 50 games on it. And a couple figures. I picked up one of the organic. You've seen the picture of it. The, the Toon Terrors thing you sent me on Discord. The ones mm-hmm. that are like the stylized cartoon ones. I found the Jason Voorhees one and I picked that up. Uh, yeah, the whole series is uh, great and really affordable. Yeah. yeah, they're like little tiny. They're pretty much like they they don't have very many like points of articulation. Like they don't move very much, but they're like cartoon stylized, almost like a Scooby Doo monster um, version of classic horror characters. So right now there's Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger out, and I picked up the Jason Voorhees because I thought it looked cool as hell. And yeah, that's pretty much it from the collection standpoint. Not a whole lot this week. Uh, have you not seen the? Um two pennywises that are out yeah i've seen them i haven't uh, i haven't seen them in stores yet I uh, seen they, have, they have the they have the full set at my target okay and so you're talking like classic classic pennywise and modern pennywise yep very cool didn't even know there was a difference there's yeah. something every day oh you never oh you like you know classic pennywise you know from the 19 was it what year was it <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know yeah. if it does though <laughs> no, it, no i don't <laughs> seriously holy shit um <laughs> i thought you were fucking with me um <laughs> so you know the movie it was like a made for television movie no, back I'm, in the... i'm sorry if i gave you the impression i cared but <laughs> <laughs> all right well never mind moving on <laughs> oh, i remember the other game i played as well it was the one shebra gifted oh, me, oh, that... Jostin. oh okay you just wanted to cut me off the go back to this <laughs> yep uh in this game you take control of a penis i can't remember what his name is jesus christ uh <laughs> wait wait the wait, steam wait. game yeah oh, oh that game is good that's like <laughs> gang gang beast with big veiny dicks <laughs> oh wait a minute i have played that you're trying to like get behind the other person yeah and it just sucks you yeah. up into them yeah <laughs> uh, it's got story mode to it it's pretty cool. jesus Christ. i didn't know uh, it was a story mode yeah years. what's the yeah tell, you're what's like the, what's the story about you're a tester for butt plugs uh, <laughs> and then things go wrong Basically, you're trying to take a, and press a girl and take her to the dance that's coming up, sort of thing. Uh, you're just going about your daily life, doing shit, making money. So that's Try. why. So that's why control. Yeah, that's why control and destiny have been on the back burner recently. He's like, oh, I'm I'm all caught up with destiny. Time to play the dick game. Play that field of dicks. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I've not. I've seen like the part like you get soccer and all sorts of stupid fun party games with it, but I've not done any multiplayer yet. <laughs> uh, that was it. Yep, that's and that was it for for collection wise for me. Did you pick up anything organic? Um, yeah. Speaking of dicks, um, <laughs> well, this is a really weird transition now because my daughter turned six yesterday. I was referring <laughs> oh, to her as being oh, no. a dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, she is into LOL dolls, which are the worst thing in the world. They <laughs> figured out a way to turn a fifty cent gumball machine uh, prize into a ten dollar or fifteen dollar purchase. But now they have the LOL boys. So I got her one for her birthday. She was super excited. She opened it. And it's a whole mystery of what character you're going to get. Come to find out that the LOL boys have dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it will squirt water out of them. Gee. Oh, what? <laughs> what? I... I... I I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know if I should take this away. I'm like, I'm looking up online. I'm like, all right, has anybody complained about this? And I see a few people have raised kind of red flag and they're like, well, Barbie has boobs. I'm like, well, that's not, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know what I'm going to do on that part. That's probably the last one that I will buy her. And I just put a little duct tape on it. Is there like, is, does it cut? Why is it naked? Is there, like, clothes to put on it? Yeah, there's clothes. <laughs> right. okay, why is it naked? If you look, I posted a picture on our Discord, but it, yeah. it looks like Chaz Bono. Oh, <laughs> like, no. what Chaz Bono would have. Oh, no, now I can't see that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's even... Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's just... Like, Why? Why right. does that need to be there? Does it have why like is a, it scented? Is it, oh, that's no. even worse. Like, <laughs> uh, sniff down here, it squirts. What? Yeah. It, does it have a particular like age range? Is it like from like eight and up as opposed to six and up or whatever? I or think it, I think it's four. Well, and because up. when you're eight, you can make a little boy squirt in your mouth. Right. <laughs> right. What the fuck? <laughs> So so it's it's kind of funny because I got her that and then I got her another little board game that is called like Peen Puppy where you fill it with what water and it's fuck? on a timer. So I I got her like <laughs> a everything deal with it, dicks. I sense a theme. Yeah. <laughs> but, He's into war sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Um, okay. Uh, let's go back to it. I didn't know there was a fucking. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. No, no, yeah. Look at me, I'm toast. I'm the host of the show. We can go back now. <laughs> no, I genuinely didn't realize that was like a remake or whatever. Yeah. And no. so, yeah, what was it organic? Like the 90s? Was it 90s or 80s? Was uh, I believe it was 91. Was it Tim Curry? Yeah, Tim Curry was yeah. Pennywise. And then this is like essentially the new one is a remake of not even that book. It's just based off of, or not even that movie. It's just based off a book of Stephen King book and yeah it's more supposedly the because I never read the book but supposedly the new it is a more accurate retelling of the book really yeah uh, so it's yeah. weird I've not seen it it's like I don't I, I don't go out my way to watch horror but I don't avoid it or anything like that right yeah I just I <laughs> always go back to it. I think there's a picture behind the scenes of Tim Curry in the it makeup and he's just there 
Like smoking a cigarette, chatting it up with people. Yeah, it's like they, they have the one where it's like a big, like frowny face. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I thought you were fucking with me. I didn't realize that. Didn't know there was two. Yeah, well, right. Let's see. Twenty-seven years later, the that one came out. Yeah, and I'm only thirty, so I like. It's yeah, your fucking. I wouldn't go toast. back to watch. Fuck, I don't go back and watch old fucking horrors. Never mind. <laughs> fucking watching new horrors I've not even seen this fucking it I put it on and it just seemed like dog shit I think I got to the bit where he fucking took the boy down the drain right at the start and I was like what the fuck is this this is terrible (laughs) it's I like the movie a lot I'm sorry (laughs) I thought it was really good yeah I remember going to video stores as a kid and seeing like the it VHS case and I was like I don't want any part of that right now, if you watch now, that's that's gonna be your big problem too. Is like if you watch, as good as the early '90s one is, it is sort of there are parts of it that are sort of hokey, and so it's more like you definitely have to put on your nostalgia glasses to watch it. Just like anything else that we watch, like that we laud is like this great thing ever. You still had to put your nostalgia glasses on to be remember that it's like, oh yeah, is this that is the 20- case with Mario that we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know how this goes. <laughs> But I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking up with some super strength prescription. Fuck. <laughs> it's just like a fucking Coke bottle glasses <laughs> and a telescope. <laughs> you're, just, you're like, oh, I fucking found it. I found out how, how good this movie is. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, so, I mean, do we want to talk about news or any kind of news or anything like that? Have you. Uh, well, there's a little bit we'll talk about. We are still going to get the Mario shit done. Because I can't be bothered with any more fucking hate tweets from whatever his fucking name is. No, Matt. Matt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand why he loves this so much, but <laughs> I hope it's fucking doesn't meet your expectations in the slightest, and it was just a waste of your time. Oh, what? Well, oh, <laughs> this review. It's like here's Bob and Toast review of it. It sucks. That's it. Yeah. We're done. Uh, the only thing I see news wise, I'll just be quick. That got my interest was the co-op mode getting added into Battlefront 2. Oh, that's cool. Uh, again, that must be... I thought it just sort of came out of nowhere because maybe it's to build hype for the fucking next Star Wars game coming up. Yeah. Did you see any of that's organic? Or... No, I haven't. Uh, I think it's four player. Four player co-op for, for the new one? Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, no, not that you're I mean, Battlefront Battle 2, 2 getting yeah. patched in. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, uh, that sounds... I actually might dive, dive into Battlefront because I refuse to play that game. And I still haven't played it to this day. I don't even own a copy of it. And How come? Uh, because the whole entire thing with the loot boxes and the bullshit stuff where, you know, they it got to the point where you couldn't even grind out the points to use. Like, instead of having to pay for stuff, like, you know you would try to grind and then it would actually cut you off in arcade mode. And it's like, Oh, well you can't grind anymore. Come back in a couple hours when it cools down. It's like, man, fuck this game. Fuck everything about this game. And so, and then when they said the story mode was only a couple hours long, I was like, double fuck this game. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's a fun game. I don't, I don't think it's anywhere near a great game. I don't think it plays super great. It's just the, the atmosphere that it makes that makes it good. Right. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm, while I am pleased with what they did to revert that stuff back, I still don't appreciate the tactics of, like, 
them getting to that point, like a, a huge outcry to the point where Disney got involved <laughs> and for them to cut back and like, oh, okay, guys, okay, okay, we understand. We listen to our fans. Well, you didn't listen to us in the fucking beginning because you put all this shit in here. Like, you're only listening because, you know, Papa Disney said something to you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Disney said something after the backlash that made them make the changes so quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Disney did something along the lines of, like, they were reviewing, like, who, what companies have access to the Star Wars license in terms of video games. And, like, EA knows that that shit makes them a lot of money regardless. And they would really fuck themselves if they got rid of, if Disney decided to move the Star Wars license to somebody else. Even though, yeah. in my opinion, I think they should because I think there's a lot better developers and companies that would actually take care with it and not just make it like, oh, look, here's a hot new Star Wars game that looks exactly like The Force Unleashed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll do it like they're handling Marvel, where yeah. they're not tied to any type of publisher. They just, alright, you take this, you take that. We'll just see right. where it goes. Yeah. yeah. It's to do with Clone Wars or whatever. Uh, there's five Clone Wars things getting added in. Uh, oh, cool. And there's a co-op, four-player co-op, so think you go with that uh, I don't know I think I think it all revolves around Clone Wars because there's like clone commandos coming back whatever the fuck they are hmm. uh, stuff uh, it says it free on access can't remember if it's made that into the vault yet. yeah it is uh, I mean the story mode isn't terrible it's nothing that blows you away or anything but you can get through it without f- fucking feeling sick about it basically That's it. Uh, yeah there's a uh, I don't know if Toast, when was the last time you played it? I, I've played the. Uh, I think Castle got me to play the. Whatever that wee, the wee furry cunts are. Uh, <laughs> the Ewoks? Yeah, the Ewok <laughs> mode. <laughs> no, I was, was going to bring that up. I, I, I think I that actually, mode is really fun. So I, yeah. now I want to approach Disney and tell them that I'd like to change the name to the Ewok to the wee furry fucks. <laughs> anyway. That, that was a cool sort of mode. That was like. Uh, infected sort of thing like the Ewoks yeah. were the infected and if you got killed by one then you'd fucking become an Ewok mm. and the troopers had to stay alive until the dropship came in so they could escape and it was all dark and shit like that uh, that was good nice uh, so that was the only thing that interested me really uh, you had something I think Bob maybe yeah so um Apparently, Capcom is talking about a new Resident Evil project called Project Resistance. Uh, there's leaks of uh, screens online of, like, I don't know. These days with Capcom, they're so good. I can't tell if they're, like, actually CG cutscenes or, like, gameplay cutscenes from the engine. But it looks like it might be a four-player co-op or four-player Resident Evil game. And so, uh, if it is, it's going to be very much like Resident Evil Outbreak. I don't know if you ever heard of Resident Evil Outbreak for PlayStation 2. Nope. So Resident, <laughs> no worries. It's like it's still an obscure title. Resident Evil Outbreak is like essentially a co-op Resident Evil game. So it was the same style, like that old style where it was, you know, certain views and it was certain camera angles and stuff. But you work together, like you actually log in online. You would play with four other people to try to get it out away from the zombies and make it a, you know, to make it out of the city alive, out of Raccoon City. And so a lot of people were talking about, you know, a possibly they're talking talking about possibly a remake of that or like a new one and so they're supposed to be showing on september 9th they're supposed to be showing a teaser trailer for it right before uh tokyo game show and if it's if they show that that sounds like it'd be really fucking cool especially the way the new gameplay engine runs and 
all yeah, of us in the community. Do it with a, mm-hmm. RE2 remake engine or something. Yeah. What what's will it have like objectives the same way RE2 did, or is it just a case of Left for Dead make your way to the end of the level and um, escape? No, the way the way Outbreak worked was it was like different objectives. Like you actually had to like it actually invoked like exploration. It wasn't just like Left for Dead where a bunch of hordes come at you. You had to essentially as four players go around and try to figure out and try to find items to unlock doors to move objects out of the way to work together and co-op now the toast part of it comes in because you know if you don't make a certain jump or something and at the time you there was no there was no like group chat or talk chat or anything so you could be hanging from a ledge and you could be standing over a ledge and the person's just using like an audible button like help me help me pick me up help me and you can just let them fall and die <laughs> Why is that the toast thing? Oh, I mean, do you not know you? <laughs> fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Okay, so my love of you when it comes to games is that you're, like, a perfect example is Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, it was really nice. You gave me a nice tutorial. You're like, all right, we're going to play a couple rounds and I'm going to show you how to play this. And then I'm going to unlock full toast mode. And yeah. <laughs> it's just maniacal <laughs> laughter everywhere. Like, I can see us playing, like, project resistance like actually being serious and taking it seriously to finish objectives and stuff but then once we get past those objectives and start to get loose it's like i'm gonna grab a legend like help me up oh okay about that <laughs> just walk yeah. away no that's the same way i said i wouldn't play cross play pvp because mm-hmm. i don't think it's fair like, i'd rather be on a level sort of playing field so right i'll show you the make sure you know the controls first right. before i rape you <laughs> and, and that was and it was a big help with dead by daylight when you're like all right here's the first round and then you fully explained everything out which was really cool but i with it's cool with outbreak it's definitely going to be you can work together as a team but there's definitely a point where you're looking at that person and it's almost exactly like dead by daylight or friday the 13th like if they have mr x or like a bunch of zombies attacking that person there's a point where you had to look and say Okay, well, it was nice playing with you. You are going to die anyway, and I'm not going to die, so I'm going to leave you be. <laughs> yeah. or, yep. if you can, or if you can close the door faster than the other person, you're just like, okay, goodbye, have fun. See, I think out of the group, the first person to give up on the team would be organic. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've played Battle Royales with them, and I've played Dead by Daylight. <laughs> and like the first time I got put on a hook the other day, he was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not fucking coming to help you. I'm just going to hide. <laughs> Huh. That's I'll remember uh, that. Oh shit. We we went down and, and blackouts, things like that. If I'd go down you'd be like, fuck it, I'm staying in this toilet and I'm not moving. <laughs> Stay in this toilet. And then you just pop out, is everybody dead yet? Can I finish the objective? And, and my <laughs> argument is fucking stay alive. Don't be a bitch and die. It's so See if if you hide the whole game that if everybody done that that would mean a hundred people would be left at the end. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to survive that. You need to pick them off where you can. This one, this tomato, tomato. Hearing this argument, this just makes me really excited. Like I really hope it is a four-player Resident Evil game. Because <laughs> like, this, just I mean, a... you'd go into things thinking it's oh shit, it's four v three. We've got the numbers here. Oh no, wait, organics in a toilet, and Ryan doesn't know the fucking button to pick up a weapon. <laughs> I, well, I, remember I think, that I think they both PUBG learned or... from my blackout days, where I'm like, yeah, I'm hardcore. <laughs> I'm really good at Call of Duty. Bip, bip. And a fucking dead. Seven seconds into the match. <laughs> it's, there's just some some great pleasure of 
coming out of a toilet <laughs> stall and just going, wah! <laughs> you're like, <laughs> real life, in game, it doesn't matter. You just you just come out and you're like, all right, guys, what did I miss? Oh, everybody's dead. <laughs> Better finish the objective. All right. Uh, did you have anything organic? Um, the only thing that I had is yesterday, August 31st, was the 20th anniversary of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater coming out for PlayStation. And curious on what you guys remember from when that came out. Uh, <laughs> lights out, Gorilla Radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, fucking, the, I agree with Toast on that, the music from it. And then the very first level where you, like, go down the ramp and you burst through the glass and you're just like, how do I do this? And by the end of it, you feel like you should be on a skateboard somewhere. Skateboarding. <laughs> you're like, I yeah, it was. One. It was one of the, like, I remember, like, the late 90s as being not a super cool time to say that you were a gamer. Yeah. And then going to school, at, like, shortly after Tony Hawk came out, and I think I got, I rented a copy from Hollywood Video back in the day, but waiting weeks and weeks for that to come in because they only had two copies, it wasn't very popular, and then everybody was talking about that game, no matter yep. If they knew a thing about skateboarding or not. Yeah, it was... That's definitely that era, like the N64 and PS1 era, were definitely the eras of... Not only did you have a lot of mainstream games coming out, but you had a lot of obscure titles, especially on the PlayStation. So there were times where, like you said, I had to play those kind of games to like keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But I'm also playing, you know, Final Fantasy VII and Parasite Eve and things like that and people would like ask what you're playing and so that way almost like socially you could keep up and like yeah i'm playing tony Hawk's pro skater or like i'm playing south park the video game and people are like oh you know what level are you but really in my head it's like i'm going back to finish my you know finish the dungeon in parasite eve or finishing that section in like you yeah. know any of the final fantasy games or dragon quest or something so like that's the thing i'm actually playing hardcore so tony hawk or skate what did you just prefer Oh, uh, that hands down skate for me. Yeah, skate. Yeah, skate at first, I was a little intimidated by it, but once you got the controls down, it was so fluid. It was like this is fucking cool. There, there's some something about skate that it's it's just very rewarding. There's not a lot of accomplishments within the game, but when you pull off certain things of just how the physics works and the controls, there's accomplishment over the simplest thing. It's yeah, because it's almost like uh, it, it's like Tony Hawk is like the Forza Horizon, and then Skate is like the Forza Motorsport. Like, if you want an arcade one where you're jumping around doing all these stupid tricks all the time and being able to land anything from anywhere, it's it's like you want to play Tony Hawk. But if you want something you mean, where it's if like, if you want fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I guess you're the exact opposite of us, Toast. I assume. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just crazy what happened to the Tony Hawk series, I mean, oh. very much like Activision, that I think the first four games, I think, average above a 90 on Metacritic. Yep. yep. And sold over, I think, $1.9 And then they just completely tanked. And obviously Tony Hawk's not even tied to the Pro Skater Would title you, anymore. Do you guys remember the one that came with, like, the skateboard accessory? Yep. Oh, fuck. It was by was cold, Robo. Man. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. I 
Because when did that come out? That came out like early. That came out like mid two. It was it was the Wii generation. Yeah. So I remember like I worked at a Toys R Us at the time, and I remember people buying that for like Christmas at full price, and then like less than a year later, we were clearancing them out. I was. And I'm a collector, and I didn't even fucking want it because I was this close to buying because they were clearing some out for like four or five dollars, like brand yeah, it was, new in uh, box. Tony Hawk's Ride. There it That's is. It and yeah. but I remember reading the reviews for it, and they were like, "This game is fucking garbage." They were like, "Even at five dollars, I wouldn't buy it." And I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was yeah. pretty much on rails. It was almost essentially yeah. what you see like a Tony Hawk mobile game being like. Yeah, and like you said, it's. Like you said, once it got past Tony Hawk's first gear four, it was all downhill. I remember, was it three that all of a sudden turned into like that big open world where you can, the levels were like three times the size as the other, as the first two. Yeah, that was the first one to be on PlayStation Two. Yeah. So. Right. I've put it off long enough, I guess. When you, huh. fucking, that's time for me to leave, and <laughs> you just can talk about Mario. We're gonna get naked for this or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boing boing. Uh, actually Gears of War uh, nah, I don't have anything <laughs> I thought you were going to say alright that wraps it up for this week we've already hit an hour so we're good to go oh, maybe next week we should just keep putting it off so that way it becomes like this overhyped thing that by the time it comes out it's <laughs> like really... the movie yeah yeah like exactly <laughs> the review uh, is just as terrible as the fucking movie I think Organic was the most committed to this so oh, yeah, you, wa- this. you watched it twice didn't you Organic uh yeah <laughs> i guess as i uh, shame you while i was hiding in the bathroom in call of duty jesus christ he's like time to he's like thank god i got this digital oh <laughs> uh, it's fucking right so i assume that you enjoyed it very much toast nope <laughs> it's the worst movie i think i've ever seen bar none okay i've not seen anything worse i have um, i have the case here with me because I constantly carry it around as a satchel. But, oh, oh my God, hold on. I want to go back because I'm still fucking laughing about that. It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. It's, it's going to be a lot worse. Oh, man, it's fucking incredible because I don't, I can't argue with them. Go on. Go on, we're good. So, so on the case, Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins, John Le- Leguizamo, and right. Dennis Hopper. Mm-hmm. Washington Post, it's a blast. All caps. This ain't no game. It's a live-action thrill ride. And then if you flip it around, eye-popping special effects. 60-second preview. So, you disagree with that, Toast? Uh, yeah. And I think the world disagrees with it. <laughs> what world? What dimension? <laughs> uh, they had a budget of $48 million and made 20 yeah that that world <laughs> our world agrees with them by 28 million <laughs> no it's fucking like the goombas are terrifying like what the fuck is that meant to be yeah <laughs> um so what for the kids who are uninitiated at home what toast is talking about is if you google super mario brothers movie goombas they look nothing like the fucking goombas from the actual video game and there's these giant, what, seven foot tall, fucking. I don't. Head. I don't understand. Pinheads. What that was have been like? What? Yeah. Put in that machine. Foot. Is every one of them one that's been like a human that's been put in that machine yeah, or a lizard de-evolved. person? Yep. Devolved. Devolved. Yeah, de-evolved. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
have a dial knob and then it just says over and over again what you selected. And it's just, there's so many, there's so, like, (laughs) Nintendo had everything lined up on exactly what this fucking movie should have been. And they had it at everything. If you just read a couple directions for Super Mario games, you would, you know, you would go over and realize that you had everything lined up and you can make it exactly the way you want it. But instead it was like, what if we took Mad Max, I got it, and we put it in Super Mario. You're a fucking genius. Let's roll with it. And and this, and this movie came out in 93 after three Mario games have already been out. Yep. <laughs> Actually, technically four. Yeah, it's it fucking... There's so many things with it, and then even watching They're it, not yeah. even brothers. He's like, he's fucking adopted dad or some shit, is he? Yeah, yeah they're, it's Luigi Mario and Mario Mario, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I've, I've read about that, and the director got to that point in the script and said, oh, this just makes sense, because they are the Mario brothers, and Nintendo was completely cool with it. Yeah, it's like... Because they're I like, mean, we, it wasn't established, so yeah, it makes sense. What What's, what's crazy to me is that one, I already had it in my collection. I don't, <laughs> I didn't even have to order it. And two, it's, it's. I watched it recently, and even when I was a kid, I remember this movie. It wasn't like, you know, movies at the time like Batman Forever and everything like that, where I was like, oh, I thought this was cool. Like Batman's different. Like this is really neat. You know, it has the Riddler in it and stuff. But when I saw Super Mario Brothers as a kid, I watched it. and It was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what the hell is going on? Like, why are these not like the things I've been playing for years? Like, this is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, I had the same exact feeling. I think I talked to Bob a bit about it, that this was the first movie I can remember as a kid saying, this is bad. Yeah. Like, And then, as an adult, you start realizing, like, certain things are fucking crazy. Like, how many continuity errors are in the in the movie. How much uh, the chase sequence sound, or the chase sequence music, they use that, like, eight or nine times through the whole entire film. Like, constantly. Like, there's no other different variation of it. It's just, it's an audio loop of that music over and over again. And you're just like, what the fuck? Are you I mean, serious? What's the start all about? You've got, like, the worst CGI ever seen. Wait. And then some fucking heavy Boston accent comes over the top of it. I'm like, is this the right fucking movie? Yeah. Now, what, yeah. what about the about... intro cartoon of the dinosaurs? Yeah. So, the pixelated shit-ass cartoon? So, they, they had to put, they apparently like initial watchings like people didn't understand the concept of it so they had to like shove that in in the beginning to explain like there's two different worlds here there's two different yeah, worlds about sorry. dinosaurs and there's was <laughs> was confusing about 65 million years ago a meteorite crashes into the earth kills all the dinosaurs but splits the universe into two parallel dimensions and then even though it killed all the dinosaurs the surviving dinosaurs cross into a new dimension and evolve into a humanoid race <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. the stuff. <laughs> did you read that? That was fucking impressive. Yeah, that was that like is, off the, that's, that's that was the plot the, from Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say if that was off the top of your head, that was like the clearest I've ever fucking heard you. And I will argue with that Wikipedia because in the movie it was sixty million, not sixty-five. Oh, I'm sorry because I watched this shit yeah, twice. It did say about. <laughs> you're you're the one who's editing the Wikipedia, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Now, no, like I like that it was sixty million years ago in Brooklyn with this mountainous jungle <laughs> hey, ass scene. Hey, look at these dinosaurs here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the accent came from. Yeah, and then, hey. and then the, the whole part of when it gets into present day and 
the egg is left on the front porch of the church or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The front steps. Like, these, nun- like... these nuns are way too fucking cool for a baby to hatch out of an egg. That was that, that was my that was my looking. I was looking at. I was like, did Mario get born from an egg? This is fucking weird. And then they cut to they cut to fucking modern day, like ten years later, and Bob Hoskins is like eighty five and he's fucking Super Mario. Like it's like I was. Just, it was like fucking Super Mario Returns and shit. Like <laughs> it was just like I was like Jesus Christ, and then just those two, and it takes them. What was it? I read. I was reading on IMDb. It takes them like 40 something minutes just to even get into the outfits, like the red and green overalls. It takes like 40 yeah. something minutes through the movie for even them to get to that. And then it's like, why, why did we need this? Like, and then you, <laughs> and that's the way you advertise them. And then you see them like 45 minutes in, you're like, they're not even dressed up like Mario and Luigi. Like, I don't even understand what they look like. And then you get to it and you're like, Oh, there it is. That's fun. Yeah. And if, <laughs> By that point, they've got the power boots to make them jump a little bit better. Yeah. But how the fuck are one of them going to ride Yoshi? Have you seen the size of Yoshi in this? Bob would crush that fucking thing. See, the, fun- <laughs> the funny thing is, Yoshi is so fucked up looking. But this movie came out the same year as Jurassic Park. It's like it's like they just like found like Jurassic Park props in the trash and said, "Hey, we can use this." Well, apparently, the the people that were the people who were doing Jurassic Park were so impressed by Yoshi. I think they actually like headhunted a couple of the engineers who were working on Yoshi and took them for Jurassic Park, <laughs> like for like other shots and shit. And I was just like, that sounds about right. It also this movie was made for fifteen million less than Jurassic Park was. Jesus Christ! I, where yeah. who pocketed fucking who pocketed the other? Was, what'd you guys say? It takes twenty eight million. Who pocketed I could the make other this 20... movie for fifteen bucks? It was yeah, exactly. It was, it was made for forty eight million. And it grossed just under twenty one. Who who pocketed the other forty seven million? <laughs> they were just like, all right, we just need to pay these people. Cooper did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was the funny part because uh, the one person the, talks about where like, the fuck's Bowser? That be <laughs> you go to a Mario movie? Why is Bowser not a fucking bad guy? Why is it King Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> and why is he a human? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most serious I've ever heard. Toast. It's great. <laughs> so. The King Koopa thing, like, his name has always been Bowser if you read it in, like, the instruction manuals and stuff. But apparently the people who fucking directed it never read an instruction manual, so they just went with King Koopa. And, but back to the Koopa thing, they talk about, you know, if you find the, they announce it over the speaker, they're like, oh, we'll give you X amount of Koopa coins if, you know, but... They don't want to explain any of the other fucking currency because if you look through the whole entire spiel after they mention Koopa coins, most of the posters on the back of the wall say Koopa coupons. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is a Koopa coupon? Like, you piqued my interest now. I'd like to know. Like, <laughs> Right, so they get... Fuck it, right. Let's try and piece this together. Okay. Wait. <laughs> we, 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 gotta, we gotta go back before they got into the other dimension. 65 yeah, million right. years ago, yeah. listen. <laughs> so, anyway, Organic, you're the one taking the head from... You're taking the brunt of this because you watched it twice. So, give us the overall plot. Start us from the beginning. Um, Two plumbers. Okay. Go to a different dimension. Okay, what dimension? They get back to the other dimension. Movie's then over. Okay. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> um, no, it's, it's two plumbers that... Obviously, their apartment is an homage to how much they love plumbing, with plungers hanging on the wall and all this stuff. But obviously, based on their phone calls that they have, they are the absolutely 
absolute worst plumbers around. They're getting outbid out of projects within the minute. <laughs> yeah, but that's because the mafia are in this. Why the fuck are they even in this? Who knows? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you mean Makes the Scapellis? The, the, sp- yeah. <laughs> the Scapelli the, brothers. <laughs> the mafia-run organization that makes zero difference to the fucking plot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so that that is essentially the start of the movie. Um, Daisy is hatched out of an egg from this dimension. Has a why is it not Peach? God damn it! It is not. No, why it's is Daisy. it fucking no Mario characters in this at all? There's Yoshi, <laughs> which is like a fucking abused dog that's fucking kept in a chain. There's Koopas, or fucking what is it? Goombas that aren't fucking Goombas. They're like fucking reptile fucking things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, it's it's. There's just... no power-ups. It's bullshit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Where the I, fuck's Toad? Somebody was called Toad, but it's just a fucking human. No, he's yeah. a panhandler. Yeah, he's a and pan-handler. then he becomes a Goomba. Yeah, with a with a harmonica. So how the and, fuck and does his, Toad become and his hair Goomba? pattern and his skin? <laughs> right. Well, Goomba, like Toad kills me because you know. Toad is the one trying to, like, pretty much, like, establish the city through, you know, characterization and through plot. But he's just, like, it's, like, the shitty, like, you, you could tell that it wasn't filmed. Like, he wasn't filmed saying those lines. He, like, recorded those lines later. Because oh, all of a sudden, it's yeah. just, like, it's, like, the fungus is choking the city. <laughs> it's going over and choking the city. And then he gets arrested, and it's, like, the fungus is the old king. He's the old king. You have to stop them. And, <laughs> and you're just, like, what the fuck? How the fuck do you know so much? Like, how the fuck does what he just gets dev- the old king gets devolved? Yeah. What to become fungus? How fucking long ago does he have to be devolved? To? I, I, that's a good fucking question. They never establish how long he has. For for as for much it. as it gets devolved, it's still pretty fucking smart. Yeah, like yeah, it's fucking, fucking pretty fucking powerful for being devolved. Yeah, and <laughs> it's taken over the whole world. Right, enough it for can that. Hear everything, and then to hear everything, and then to be able to figure out where Luigi and Mario are to give them a bomb. Yeah, like, and to help like save them with the fucking putting out his mucus shit. Right. And I was like, the babam is the only thing true to Mario. Yeah, that's the we talk about like because later on. So you were talking about Bowser or King Koopa. So let's talk about fucking Dennis Hopper, shall we? Uh, first of all, Dennis Hopper's fucking hair is stupid. That shit looks <laughs> gross. Oh, like, <laughs> and, and so. He had no problem touching people, but apparently he was germaphobic with people touching him. And it's like one of those things where, like, it, it was so, like, interspersed. They tried to make it so where it was like, oh, don't touch me. Oh, I need something to wipe it off. Oh, let me touch this, but I'm fine. And it's like, make up your goddamn mind, fucking King Koopa. Like, shit. Yeah. They're the fucking... I mean, this might seem like it's a bit all over the place, but if you think this is all over the place, you haven't watched the movie. Right. That's what the movie Very is. Very true. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I totally agree. It sounds like our review is disjointed, but if you watch the movie, the movie is more disjointed than our fucking review of it. It's it's just... It's crazy to me cause that something like this got out and without any kind of, like... there, There's no way, even way to polish it. It's literally polishing a turd. Yeah, in terms I saw, of the concept in the world. I read that yeah. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper did not like any of the directors or anybody, and they just kind of let him do whatever the hell he wanted. Right, and didn't Bob Hoskins not realize? Was it Dennis Hopper or Bob Hoskins not realize that they were doing a Mario movie until like half? Uh, Hos- Hoskins did not realize it was a video game movie. <laughs> yeah, 
He was drunk most of the time. <laughs> he, he was, I did see, uh, what was it? Hoskin and Leguizamo also commented that they drank heavily during scenes. Yeah, because I think, was it Hoskins or like Leguizamo? One of them broke their leg. And so they had to keep him in a cast in certain oh, shots of the movie. Hoskins uh, broke his finger. It was, uh, yeah. Leguizamo broke Hoskins' finger early in the film, and Hoskins had to wear a flesh covered cast. Right. And, uh, and so more disjointed. Uh, let's talk about King Koopa and his rape scene. Oh, <laughs> right. That young, it's, young girl. It, yeah, that, this will be the darken. What was it? I was fucking reading something there. They were going for darken, uh, edgy CD tones from Ghostbusters. Supposedly, that must be what factor into that. <laughs> and so, like, there's this whole entire scene where he's talking to Daisy, who the fuck should be Princess Peach. And, like, he's trying to, like, seduce her and stuff like that and talk to her. And then he sticks out this, like, shitty CGI Koopa tongue. And it's the or fucking lizard tongue. It's the creepiest fucking thing in the world. And, and to the point where I was just, like, I was cringing so hard watching it. And I was just like, what? who the fuck thought this shot was good and we should keep it in? Like, it doesn't establish that he's evil or anything. It just establishes that he's a weird, rapey lizard man. Yeah, he, t- he talks about how young and fresh she is. It's, yeah. pre- it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. So, uh, we'll cycle forward. There's a lot of shitty chase scenes. Apparently, there's fucking police you cars. See and... the Black Bouncer? What's her name? Big is Bertha. She like... Oh, she, the, no, a right. fish I from Mario? I thought it may have been some playoff or something from Mario. I think she was either A, supposed to be the fish from Mario, or... Yeah. Uh, or the what's the the pink monster that shoots the eggs in Mario Two? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I you know what I mean. She, there's no way she was either of them. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what do you think she was? <laughs> yeah, no, if nothing. you've seen the movie, you know Bertha doesn't swim, so she can't right. be fish. <laughs> right, right. And then, well, that's like the she jump. Just, she has the jump boots. Yeah, that has that fucking Mario. And what 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 on. about that old lady right before that scene? Yeah, that fucking robs him. <laughs> yeah. and see, this Give me your Koopa coins. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this movie's a fucking hot mess, and it's like our review seems like it's all over the place, but we just keep on remembering more and more bullshit about the movie. Uh, the, the jump boots. Like, there was no bullet bills. You know, the big bullets with the arms and the face and everything that, like, actually is like an enemy. You actually use those to load the jump boots, so that way they can actually use the jump boots to jump really far. And you're just like, okay, this is cool, I guess. The biggest thing for me that was weird, like, and just so out hangy, was how come when Mario puts King Koopa in the devolve machine, he just instantly gets back up out of it? How does he just free himself when nobody else can? Your guess is as good as mine, Toes. I couldn't fucking tell you. (laughs) (laughs) He gets strapped into this machine that everybody else struggles to get out of and fucking gets devolved, but he gets put in it and he just goes, no, and then he stands up. Right. (laughs) That's like at the end where uh, where he goes over and lands in that fucking bucket and then he turns into like a giant monster that resembles nothing of King Koopa. Looks like a tremor. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, man, that's a fucking good analogy. Um, And then they shoot him with a fucking Super Nintendo Super Scope 6. That Super Scope made a couple appearances. Right. That thing was definitely like heavy product placement. I'm surprised it didn't just say Nintendo real big across it. And so, and then he turns, and then they keep on shooting him and shooting him and shooting him. He doesn't do anything, spit fireballs or anything fucking cool. And then he turns into Nickelodeon Gak. 
and he just turns into slime and hits the ground a slow-mo cg scene of him just splattering and that's it and it's like oh my god we defeated king koopa from doing what he didn't do anything like (laughs) (laughs) yeah who's the woman like has side thing Oh, Mario's, Mario's girlfriend? I don't... I don't no, no, Mario. No, Koopa's, Koopa's sidekick. The oh, one that got electrocuted oh, into yeah. the asteroid. I don't, I don't know. No. No. Did you know there was a post credit scene to this? Because I didn't. Oh, oh, oh yeah, there is. <laughs> I did not realize that, and I right. don't want to go Toast back and watch it. Toast, what's the post credit scene? Uh, two Japanese business executives proposed making a video game based on Iggy and Spike. They were the... <laughs> fucking two retards oh yeah and the other dimension capturing daisy let's talk about that real quick they're like two minions (laughs) of fucking king koopa to the point where they like they didn't de-evolve them they like pushed them forward and it made them extra smart quote unquote (laughs) and they were and they were just they were fucking even worse than they were before it's like oh hell hey boss like we should do this and then they tried to sound intelligent we should really rethink this plan yeah, but they're just sim- the exact same, but with a thesaurus. Right, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking just summed it up perfectly, Toast. But anyway, you were saying sorry. Uh, so they make their two Japanese business executives are proposing to make a video game based on Iggy and Spike, who are now trapped on Earth, and they will decide that the title will be called the Super Koopa Cousins. <laughs> I would play that game. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that was maybe there was going to be another movie, or they were thinking. Of- Oculus. Oh, oh, because that's no, because the scene, the end scene is, you know, first of all, after they defeat Koopa, when they use the jump boots and like they're both like just standing straight up, just waving through the crowd, they're just fucking defy all physics. They're just like floating through the air, just standing like fucking perfectly still. You can definitely tell that they're on some kind of like platform or something. <laughs> and then was it Daisy that came through? It was like at the end, they were like, oh, finally able to get relaxed and get some work. Like, oh, yeah. And then Daisy kicks the door in. It's like, we need your help, Mario Brothers, and then it just cuts to the fucking end credits. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and this was the longest 104 minute runtime ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't believe we didn't even talk about when they went to the different dimension and that whole animation I, sequence. Oh, oh, well, also the whole different dimension, and apparently the fucking Grand Canyon is underneath <laughs> New York City. <laughs> I love before they before they went into the different dimension, they had to fix that plumbing leak. Right, and yeah, I, yeah. I kept watching it over and over because Bob Hoskins is over in the corner fixing the leak and he's turning the valve. There was four different. He's turning the valve every different way, and I'm like, yeah. he's absolutely terrible. And then, and then seeing that, like, could you just imagine like somebody taking geography, like geography, like seriously for that movie? It's like, oh my god, there's a fucking subterranean city underneath fucking New York that's thousands of feet deep <laughs> and not <laughs> not that hard to get to. Yeah, and not that hard uh, to get to. Yeah. And no, up until that point, you, honestly, there was some cohesion. Yes. Like, the, I, I ignore that the fucking baby hatched out an egg. You basically <laughs> you got <laughs> Daisy fact, doesn't <laughs> Daisy fact, doesn't know that she's a fucking reptile baby or whatever. The fact that you yeah, Luigi, that. Luigi just knows that he wants to rape her after that dinner they have. <laughs> right, right. But the fact that you even have to say that, ignore the baby in the egg scene. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, get there because. What she's excavating on grounds that the Scapelli Mafia want to fucking build on. Yeah. Or something. And then they go in and sabotage the pipes that are in the dig site. Uh, I don't know why there's pipes in a dig site. <laughs> but apart from like that, getting to that point, it makes sense. And then they've got the Grand Canyon they stumble upon and then they fucking have to go through a 
wall quicksand <laughs> and yeah that's when it just goes tits up yeah, like. yeah. and so <laughs> so going down that rabbit hole uh did you guys know that there was a a web comic that was a sequel to the film fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a link and, and anybody in Discord want to check it out, I will find the link and send it to you. But there's a there's a webcomic that is like I think it runs for like maybe total like five issues. It ran from two thousand something to like two thousand thirteen and it is a direct sequel. It takes place literally after right at the it takes place after the ending of the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, I, I I will say one thing about this movie is obviously their set design was pretty expansive. I don't know if it was. I mean, obviously it didn't make sense, but they built some pretty impressive things. Yeah, and I think nah. that was the that <laughs> I fucking hate it all. <laughs> nothing fucking even slightly positive you could say about this movie i can't what about the guy in the police station that was booking mario mario and luigi mario and for some reason there was a dominatrix with her high heels massaging his neck i mean why but that's 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 the koopa kingdom (laughs) um it, it was actually 2013 to 2015 that there was a sequel comic and some of the comments on here uh the first comment, of course, dude, I personally love the movie, and even if it wasn't a good adaptation, it would have been awesome as its own movie. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, this movie wouldn't even be good as, like, a standalone film, even if it wasn't called Mario Brothers. Like, <laughs> and the messed up part is, like, they deal with all that stuff, you know, they're supposed to be plumbers. Yeah, there's a couple scenes where they, like, establish, like, oh, man, it's Mario. They go over and they fucking go through pipes and everything, or they go over and seal pipes and everything. But they never went through any kind of warp pipes. Unless no. they considered the sequence on the mattresses a fucking warp pipe. Uh, I'm just going to take a few quotes here from different people and using it to figure out who it is that said about it. It's not from like a rape interview transcript. <laughs> it's from people that worked on the film. Okay. Uh, reflected on the movie as a harrowing experience. Felt very uneasy. Uh, Dennis Hopper was really, really hard. Bob Hoskins. Nope, that's the director. Yeah, yeah I was say, that sounds like the director. I believe that director uh, was tied to an Academy Award as well a few years prior. Uh, where, where, what else was there? Uh, the whole experience was a nightmare. Uh, then was asked these three questions. What's the worst job you've ever done? What is your biggest disappointment? And if you could edit your past, what would you change? The answer to all three is Super Mario Bros. Jesus Christ, that is it Bob Hoskins? Yeah. Yep. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. part of that in my notes. Apparently, Sadly later enough. interview... Later in life, if you even mentioned it, he would just completely lock up, wouldn't even talk about it. Yeah. Uh, what about this? Uh, slightly more positive. It's the first nobody had ever done it before. I'm proud of the movie in retrospect. Uh, John Leguizamo? Uh, yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, was th- I was this close last year. <laughs> to, to be young and dumb. Last year I was at uh, New York Comic Con and he was there. And if he didn't have a really long line, I was totally gonna walk up to him and give him like a wind up a bomb and like here you go, <laughs> like or have him sign one. He probably would have fucking punched me in the face even though he's like five <laughs> foot tall. <laughs> uh, it was a nightmare. Very honestly, that movie. It was a husband and team, a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. I was supposed to go down there for five weeks and was there for seventeen. 
Is that, that is that Dennis Hopper? That's yep. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Because I nice. remember reading. I remember reading that kind of stuff. It was like way over budget. It was like they they kept on delaying stupid shit, and it was. They said the whole entire thing was like a nightmare. Yeah, I heard they had constantly had writers on set rewriting stuff, and that was the drink in between scenes. Yeah, and they said that that movie, I think it was like, it was either Bob Hoskins or like, it was, no, I think it was one of like the sound engineers. It had the most like lead in type of audio that he's ever seen in a film. And so it, I probably got the name wrong, but it was like pretty much extra audio after the film was completed that they had to go back and like re record voices and everything. Like I mentioned about the toad thing earlier where it didn't sound like it was in the film. They just added it on as like an audio clip later on. He said that was the most he ever had to do it for a film. Like they had to have people constantly coming back in and re-recording lines to overlay on stuff because they either didn't get the audio or it was fucked up. And yeah, the whole thing just seems like it was a hot nightmare. <laughs> and then the whole dance club scene, they pulled oh, in all man. real strippers for it. Yeah. Well, I thought you were talking about the dance scene in the fucking elevator with the goon. <laughs> that, that was a, that was a good part. That dancing. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, you remember that? You don't remember that? Look, you can tell the joke. Why didn't they make everybody super smart instead of Goombas? I, Why aren't all the bodyguards super smart versions of themselves instead of fucking morons? Why did the Goomba... Like, the whole de-evolution thing? Why did the Goombas just... They turned into giants with tiny heads. That, that's my big thing. It's like why the like Goombas are literally <laughs> the one of the smallest, smallest enemies, one of the smallest enemies in the Super Mario universe, and you make them these big giant fucking ogres with different heads, and it's like what the fuck. And that well, was hey, Mark Caro of the Chicago Tribune that disagrees with you, and called the Goombas wonderfully daffy supporting capper, yeah characters, and that the movie is no stinker. Well, more than likely that guy's dead now, so. <laughs> or it's dead. He's dead to us, at least. <laughs> well, well, toast. You know, luckily, this is the first of many terrible films you're gonna have to watch, and it's gonna be great. It's you're gonna. I love don't it. think anything can be worse than this. I don't know. Double Dragon, I think, might be. Double Dragon is a pretty close. And you ever watch Street Fighter the movie? Uh, I might have seen bits of it. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. The Street Fighter the movie is actually a little bit more cohesive than this. But it's still fucking anything terrible. is more cohesive than that. Yeah, no. fucking we, LSD dream is more cohesive. Yeah, than yeah that. I agree. I'm I'm not shy. I don't want to wrap this up, but nobody has mentioned that this movie predicted 9/11. What? With the World Trade Center? <laughs> I must have missed this part. Yeah, go on. That. Oh yeah, that's right. When the when the <laughs> yeah. when the two universes merge together, the World the Trade Center is halfway taken out. Yeah, the first thing you see is a fucking, like, a fucked up World Trade Center. It's like, you know, a trigger warning. That's, <laughs> like, really fucked up. You remember that part? Remember when they put the stone in and the world started merging together? Yeah, I remember it merging, but I don't know what the World Trade Center looked like, well, to be honest. Okay, it's like two, well, it was two large rectangles. Yeah. Yeah. Just two big towers is all I yeah. know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. The only time I heard about it was fucking, obviously, 9-11. Right. S sadly, I'm looking at my notes and I have... In my notes, right back to back, the World Trade Center, and then every time I saw the King Fungus, I thought of Toast's penis retracting on a cold day. <laughs> on an unwashed day. Right. <laughs> well, the best <laughs> part is, like, that thing was, like, I just like how they, you know, it was weird to begin with, and then remember in the throne room where he was? 
Mm-hmm. And it just like kicked up a notch and just came down. It was like this huge like fucking tumor sack. Oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that's so the, yeah. It's like oh yeah, that's the king. Like oh, and then the Daisy or somebody's like touching it. Like don't fucking touch yeah, that Daisy's thing. Yeah, Daisy's all like, cool with it. Yeah, that's how you get a fucking yeast infection. Like, did you know they wanted the phrase "trust the fungus" to be comparable with "may the force be with you"? Fuck off. I'm, I can't. I can't <laughs> believe on the cover of this DVD it doesn't say like this movie's a, like a ton of fungus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should be writing back in the nineties. <laughs> I just like I Toad was the one who cracked me up because like they didn't even it wasn't even like Daisy or anybody mentioning the fungus or like anybody like secret rumor. It was just like Toad's just blurting out the whole yeah. plot like he's some shitty narrator. And then the guy like apparently that guy I was reading IMDB, that guy was absolutely terrified of Dennis Hopper, the guy who played Toad. He wouldn't there was only certain scenes he would do with him. But, like, other scenes, as soon as they said cut, he would just, like, walk away because he was absolutely terrified of him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I would be, too, with that stupid fucking hair. Like, and that's what... And what kills me about it is that you had CGI, so you could do this shitty work. You had all these fucking puppeteers that could do a Yoshi that looks super fucking advanced. But yet, when it comes to the people that are actually supposed to be those type of monsters... Or those type of enemies, you just fucking just said, you know, fuck it. We'll just do live action characters because it's edgy and looks different. And it just turned into a fucking hot mess. And also, if you look at the whole entire realm, like Koopa City apparently is only one one city block. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. It's it definitely even even when I was a kid, like I said, you know, wrapping it up when I was a kid, I walked away from that movie it was like, I'm going to play Mario. And I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, and I, I got to touch on a few last little facts on this. That Bob Hoskins said that during the filming, he was stabbed four times. Jesus. <laughs> electrocuted. Broke a finger and then almost drowned. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, talk about Bob Hoskins genuinely, because I hadn't seen this. I thought, oh, this is going to be like a Roger Rabbit type thing with Mario characters. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> and you were sorely sm- mistaken, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it turned out to be so, so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the messed up part. It's like, you bring that up, but Bob Hoskins, like, if you watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, even though he wasn't, those characters weren't in the scenes with him, he is an excellent enough actor to figure it out and do that stuff and make it believable. And then you give him this movie, and you could definitely tell they were just like, it's Bob Hoskins. He's going to do whatever. And and they gave him no direction or anything to do what he needed to do. And he, I mean, he's one of the best parts of the movie because it's just fucking, if they did a good Mario movie, I would have recommended him at the time. But it's just, yeah, it's so fucked up. It's just a fucked up ass movie. I mean, this, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out, what, five years before? Yes. And cost roughly 10 million more to make. Why didn't they just make a fucking who framed roger rabbit in the mario world you know that's a good <laughs> and you know what's crazy toast is like that would have been fucking perfect the technology yep. was there yep. the budget was there yeah yep. like it was fucking... god now i want that fuck <laughs> but what, it was you're... it was also like 93 well 93 94 95 was a weird time for cg and just animations in general but I think if they would have did an animated version of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, like, Absolutely. Who has it now? Is it Somebody's doing an animated Mario Brothers movie. Uh, I think it's uh, Sky? What yeah, I think it? it's like, yeah. 
Skyblue? Or uh, Illumination, I think, is doing it. The people who did... Uh, oh, Minions, yeah. Minions, yeah. And, but I agree with Toast. Like, the technology was there. And even... If you watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit now, it still holds up. Yep. yep. Like, the animation quality and everything. You're like, this is a cool fucking movie. Like, I watched it maybe a year or so ago in a movie theater and was like, this movie's fucking awesome. And they had the tech there to do it. And they obviously, they had the budget to do it. Why didn't they just do that? Just put it into... Even you could have kept the pseudo world and just had animated enemies and stuff. It would have been way fucking cooler. Yeah, and then um, yeah, they I read that also originally it was this whole movie was meant to play out like the Wizard of Oz. The, like Koopa wasn't oh, even a powerful person; it was supposed to be somebody behind the curtain. <laughs> it's just the the ambition. Of uh, a real behind the curtain is a real rapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, then um, there was one draft of the movie where Bruce Willis had a cameo in it. I Jesus. can't believe he turned that one down. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck that. Right. Uh, we'll come up with something else next first uh, September, I guess. The end of September, we'll do whatever the next movie is going to be. So, Fuck. so out of out of uh, one out of ten, ten being the best. Where do you put this movie? Zero. zero. <laughs> I I have to give it a zero. I'm I'm not exaggerating for yeah. effect right and it is the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> it I yeah, I watching it even now, like there's not a redeeming factor other than how terribly laughable bad it is that I'm just like there's nothing I could defend it with. Like if see it would be better if, well obviously it would be better if it was shorter because it was so bad, but the fact that it was fucking basically just under two it's, hours. It's of painfully long. Shit. Yeah, um, hey, there's another. You can watch any other movie that length and not think it's too long. Your but... your quote was the best. It was the longest 104 minute movie I've ever watched. <laughs> um, apparently, there's another cut of it. I think I heard about it either. Re- it came. People were trying to piece it back together of the deleted scenes that were taken out yep. of the film. So it actually makes the film even longer, like almost no two thanks. hours. Yep. No. No thanks. Yeah. I'll uh... I'll, I'll give it a one. I I enjoyed the cast in it's other projects that it. they've done. It's because you watched it twice. That don't. <laughs> That's what it is. Multiple viewings, like it has fucking supplemental messages in it to tell you that it's a good movie. Especially, so what also, thinking next Double Dragon is that the one you just wanted? Uh, I mean, we can do Double Dragon is a terrible one. We can always do. What do you think, Organic? I, either that or like maybe like Mortal Kombat or something like that. Something. Actually, you can always check your Amazon Toast because do you have Prime Video? I've not got any issue getting. Oh, oh yeah, any issue getting it? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we can we can figure it out. And what do you what do you guys think? Do you want to do Double Dragon? I'm fine with whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's good with me. I think we know it's on Amazon, so it's pretty yeah. accessible, and maybe the yeah. community will join in on it. Yeah. So Fucking it's on. Don't it, do that. Don't. <laughs> what? Don't subject yourself to it. <laughs> now here's the here's the kicker. I haven't. Mario Brothers movie I've watched over the years, like watched it multiple times. Double Dragon, I remember watching it once, like on video when I was a kid. So yep. I'm coming into this like fresh open eyes and just gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. right. Uh we've sorted our Instagram stuff out, so you yeah. can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks. Yep. Uh we have our giveaway tweet up. Uh which has a gif of what in it? What's that fucking e- thing? Either, uh, it's either $20 US or 20 pounds uh, 
of a console of your choice. Oh. Yeah, I'm just saying, what's the thing in the GIF so people can identify it when they go onto the page? Oh, it's, um, <laughs> it's from Never Ending Story. Right. <laughs> it has that in yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> so if you go on, find the tweet with that in it, like uh, and retweet it. Basically, follow the account. Uh, we're going to pick a winner from the UK and the States sort of side uh, and give you 20 of whatever currency and gift cards or fucking... I don't know, fuck it, I'll just PayPal it to you, I don't care. We <laughs> uh, should have just signed a copy of the Mario Brothers movie and sent it off because I never want to watch it again. <laughs> we, that would that would be a fucking trick. <laughs> we had to mail it to three different places, then mail it, mail it to the person. <laughs> I would rather have to deal with getting sent shit and opening that up and disposing of it. Oh, you hear that? You hear that organic? It's time. We've yep. I have, I have his address. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Yeah, fuck it does. Uh, <laughs> throw some glitter in there, oh, some well. unicorn shit. Yep. It's <laughs> uh, weird. Right, that's us anyway for this week. We'll be back next week and should have a special guest. Ooh. 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 Right, nah. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for All listening. All right. See ya.